Hey there, we're about to start our free training, the 3 p.m. teacher that only happens once a year. Teachers are learning how to consistently leave school prepared and on time without bringing work home so that they can finally be present during precious family time at night and on the weekends. When you attend this free training, you get an hour PD certificate and other bonuses when you show up live. You will learn how to lesson plan faster, how to spend less time on grading, your actual teacher type, and how it's preventing you from really leaving school on time. I can't wait for you to join us so that you can finally have the best school year ever. Hey, I'm Kristen Donegan, and you're listening to Real Teacher Talk. I often say what's on a teacher's mind, and my mission is this. Help busy teachers leave school at three so they can finally enjoy their life outside of the classroom. Why? Because I know how tiring it is to have a never-ending checklist as a teacher and miss out on being fully present at home. On Real Teacher Talk, discover how to work smarter, not harder, enjoy teaching again, and still have plenty of time to shut off your brain outside of the classroom to do the things you love. Sound impossible? I promise it isn't. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here. We've got a really special um, guest episode today with Megan Landris-McGuire. She is the perfect person if you are in a position right now where you're trying to figure out what to do with your student loans and maybe the debt's piling up and you're not sure what the options are, this is the episode for you. So Megan is a student loan expert who's consulted with 2,500 people on, this is wild, over $450 million in debt. And then she helps people navigate the repayment options. I wish I had someone like Megan when I was going through this because I had no idea what to do. So Megan, thank you so much for being here. Oh, goodness. Thank you for having me. I look forward to chatting about student loans with you. (laughs) $450 million. And that's wild. Yep. And there's trillions outstanding. So that's just like scratching the surface. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Now, how did you even get involved with this work in the first place? Yeah. So I started my career in financial planning and I had a passion for working with younger people right out of school because that's where I was in life at the time. And, um, you know, the traditional financial planning industry is more geared towards retirement planning and investment planning, which is great that, you know, everyone needs that at some point in their life. But I was working with a lot of folks recently out of school, out of grad school with mountains of student loan debt. And there just wasn't anyone answering those questions about what to do with the student loans. So I got really curious and I started looking more into the complexity of the student loan world and learned that it is overwhelmingly complicated. Uh Uh, So I got really excited about how much impact I felt like I could have if I specialized in that area. And I've been doing that ever since. So it's, it's been definitely a (laughs) a ride because there's been so many changes, so many announcements over the Mm -hmm. past, even two years, but really enjoy helping people navigate the big elephant in the room that is student loan debt. (laughs) Right. Cause like retirement's great, but when you're drowning as it is right now, you're like, that's Mm -hmm. not even something I'm even 
thinking yeah. about. It's like, I can't even think about that until I deal with the student loans. So that's, that's where I come in. <laughs> totally. So it sounds like you enjoy then what you're doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a big numbers nerd. I really like solving problems and student loans are a big problem that I can help solve. <laughs> I love it. Well, a lot of teachers, maybe like myself are wondering, like when I start hearing student loan stuff or number stuff or financial stuff, it drives my husband crazy, but I just tune out because <laughs> my, it just, my brain I don't know if it doesn't want to process it, but it's just like very confusing for me. And so there may be other teachers out there feeling the same way where you feel paralyzed to even get started. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a bit about teacher loan forgiveness and if it's different from other things that are out there right now? Yeah, that's a great question because there is two relevant programs, I think, out there for teachers and they get confused between each other all the time, or maybe the assumption is that they're the same thing, but they're very different programs. So there's teacher loan forgiveness and there's public service loan forgiveness or PSLF for short. Got it. So teacher loan forgiveness is um, the requirements to get loan forgiveness through that program is you have to be a teacher, a qualified teacher working for five consecutive years. And it has to be in a Title I school, uh, so a high-need area. Mm-hmm. And you have to have federal loans. And if you're teaching, you meet those, those timing requirements. You get 5000 of loan cancellation if you work any subject. But if you're in math, science, or special education, you can get 17500 canceled. So it's a quick hit, you know, just completely right off the top of the balance. It may satisfy the whole balance for someone who's got uh, lower than 5,000 or lower than 17,500. So that's a a good program. Um, I like to talk about public service loan forgiveness a lot, though, because PSLF, if your balance is larger to where the 5,000 or the 17,500 wouldn't be enough to pay it off, PSLF is a better bang for your buck. And what I mean by that is it is 100% of loan forgiveness after you've made 120 qualifying payments, which is about 10 years if you were completely. Payments. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) It's about 10 years. (laughs) But thankfully, the requirement there is that you just have to be on an income driven plan. So the payments based off of a derivative of your income, making it affordable no matter what your balance is. So those are kind of high level view, the differences between those two, but let me know if you'd like me to drill down further. (laughs) No, when you said that about teacher loan forgiveness, that must've been what I did, but at the time was called an Apple grant or something like that. I don't know Mm. if it was California based or whatever it was, but it helped, Mm. it helped in my situation. So what Mm. would a teacher do right now then maybe who's just out of school, or maybe they're not even close to the 10 year mark, like where Mm. do they where do they start? Yeah. So if you are someone who borrowed after 2010, you probably have the right types of loans, meaning there's different types of federal loans out there. But if you borrowed after 2010, it's likely you have the right loans. So you would just want to make sure you were on an income-driven repayment plan. And many people have not been in repayment for the past like two and a half years because of the COVID forbearance that there has been on federal student loans where Mm -hmm. they just kind of shut off payments, shut off interest. 
So many people haven't had to enter repayment in a long time, but you'd want to make sure come January 2023, you get on an income-driven plan, and then you could submit what's called an employment certification form. And this is done through studentaid.gov. Everyone who has federal student loans will have access to this account or to this website. You complete the employment certification form verifying that you do work in a public service capacity and get it signed by your employer, send it in, and then that tells the federal system that you're pursuing that program. And they go back and they retroactively count up any of your prior payments that you've made as long as you've been on an income-driven plan in the past. If you haven't been on an income-driven plan, then it's possible you're starting from now, but it's probably much better than trying to pay the loans off. So it's still worth looking at. Mm -hmm. This gives people hope or someone who's like me, who's like, I don't know where to start. So you've given, you've given the people a starting (laughs) point. Now, do you know if teachers who've been paying towards their loans will get any sort of money refunded? Yes. Uh, So there was also a one-time cancellation. Well, so two, two ways refunds could potentially happen right now. So first is there is a one-time cancellation that was announced um, about a month ago, so maybe September of 2022, um, where Biden had come out and said, hey, we're going to cancel 10 or 20,000 of, of student loan debt. And if you have the direct loans, federal loans, you'll be eligible for that if your income was less than 125,000 if you're single or 250,000 if you're married or head of household. Mm-hmm. And so you do have to apply for that. There's an application live on studentaid.gov for that right now. Anyone can apply. It is held up right now in court though. On of course it is. Actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on actually getting applied. So I, we're optimistic about it. It mm-hmm. seems like we're pushing through, but um, definitely submit an application regardless. And you can do this in addition to public service loan forgiveness or teacher loan forgiveness. And that's great news for teachers because teachers we know are underpaid as it is. So this is one Mm -hmm. area maybe where that, that can come in a little bit handy, right? (laughs) Oh yes. Yeah. And if you've paid, so let's say you've paid and you would have gotten 10,000 forgiven, but you paid it down to like 5,000 in the past couple of years, then you'll get a refund. Um, They're going to look back for refunds as far as uh, March, 2020 to see if any payments have been made since then. Mm-hmm. And then if so, you'll get that refunded. Um, and you could do that regardless. So that's the second part. So the first part is the cancellation. You can get refunded if you had overpaid. And then the second part is just anyone in general. So if you're someone who's thinking, oh man, I should have been looking at teacher loan forgiveness, or I should have been looking at public service loan forgiveness instead of paying my loans back. Mm-hmm. Same story with the March 2020 deadline or the timeline. You can go back and request a refund for any payments you've made since March of 2020. And really that helpful. could be a way to get money back. Yeah. Now, do you have um, any student loan advice for teachers who may want to go back to school and you know get their master's or some sort of advanced degree? Mm-hmm. This is very common. I see this quite a lot. Uh, So what I would suggest doing is, especially if you're going to be borrowing for this upcoming degree, um, it makes sense just to put the rest of your loans, like your undergrad loans, probably into the in-school deferment. There's no really, well, 
I, I, this might sound crazy me saying, but there's no real benefit to paying on your loans while you're in school because you won't be getting credit on the new loans that you're borrowing towards PSLF. So when you borrow loans, every loan has their own payment count towards PSLF. So your older loans could be getting closer to forgiveness if you mm-hmm. kept paying, but your newer loans can't get credit until you graduate on them. Yeah. So it might just make sense to hold off on paying at all until the whole balance can be eligible working towards PSLF going forward. But that would be what I would suggest to do if you, if you have to borrow again coming up. Got it. That's helpful. I wish I knew about that when I went and got my master's. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you work or do you work with a lot of teachers or do you working with all types of people? All types of people, but teachers are very commonly folks that we're working with because of public service loan forgiveness and mm-hmm. how, like how much opportunity there is for teachers to get access to forgiveness. Now then what are the biggest questions or what do you hear most often from fellow teachers about student loans? Mm-hmm. I think it's the biggest questions are honestly just, should I do teacher loan forgiveness or PSLF? Because you do have to choose You can't do both at the same time. So if you do teacher loan forgiveness and get the 5,000 or the 17,500, the next year you're starting over with your PSLF payment count. Those five years can't go towards the 10 years of PSLF. Ooh, okay. So that's a big question that teachers have. It's what's the better bang for my buck? buck. Uh I see see where you're going with this. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Now, I know you offer a service, right? With the student Mm -hmm. loan planners. What does that do or what is, how can that help teachers? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So student loan planner, uh, we're a website, we're a consulting company. So there's about nine of us now on the team. We're all student loan planning consultants, all in the financial planning industry, all specialized in student loans. So very, very educated in that field. Uh, But we offer a one-on-one consultation service. So if you're someone who has struggled to get access to these programs, or this is just something that you're not interested in learning about and you want to delegate it. (laughs) That's totally okay. (laughs) That's like me with taxes. Like funny enough, like I'm in the finance world, but Uh I don't want to do my own taxes. I will delegate that to someone else. Yeah. (laughs) I get that. (laughs) Yep. So if that's you, you need some help. You want to make sure you're maximizing all of your options. Then we do offer a one-on-one consultation. That's an hour with one of us on the team. We walk through your specific situation, you and your spouse, if you both have student loans. And we really drill down into what the best repayment path is going to look like for you. So that means what repayment plan you should be on, how much that would be, how that compares to other options that you have available. We'd answer the the teacher loan forgiveness or PSLF Uh question for you. So really gives you a plan of action. And then you have 12 months of email support from us afterwards. I love that. Yeah. So I think it's very comprehensive and gives you the peace of mind to know that you're on track with everything. So it's like someone there holding your hand along the way. So you don't have to figure it out on your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So where can they get more information? I know we'll link everything um, in the show notes, but where can they go right now? If they're like, I need this immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So studentloanplanner.com. Just Uh visit our website. Um, If you wanted to book a one-on-one consultation, you can under our need help tab. Uh, We also have a ton of free content on the website too, specifically for teachers. So you could go to our like blog 
section and find articles all about teachers and student loans. We have a podcast, we have a YouTube channel. So all about all the student things. loan stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to drill down into it one weekend, you know, we've got you covered on the free side and the paid side if you want the assistance. So I know I love that stuff because that's where I just copy and paste and send it to my husband and be like, here, can yeah. you just tell me what this means? And right. What are our next steps? What should we do? <laughs> right? Now, my last question for you, are there um, government benefits for people that have student loans aside from student loan forgiveness? Um, so I will say within the federal system, there's a lot of repayment options available, which that can sound overwhelming, but I think that's really valuable because uh, I, you know, I could talk to a room of a hundred people and everybody's plan might be slightly different. Mm-hmm. And so- that's maybe a scary thing to think about how many options there are, but it's also a positive thing knowing that any way we look at your game plan, like we're, we're going to find an option that's going to make sense for you. You just have to know how to use the tools and and move forward with that plan. So I I think that's an empowering thing. Uh, There are income driven forgiveness options that even if you're not a teacher working in like a school district setting. So if you're a private school teacher, like not eligible for these programs, there's still income-driven options that can make the payment affordable. We can maybe look into refinancing, which could help reduce the interest rate. So there's lots of opportunities. It's just a matter of what's going to make the most sense for you specifically. That's really helpful. I appreciate you being here, giving teachers kind of a starting place and making something that maybe feels maybe it's just for me, but heavy and overwhelming, a little bit more manageable so that you can get this Mm -hmm. taken care of. Because I know probably for so many teachers out there with loans piling up, it must feel burdensome kind of, or it's just like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And it's just like that thing that's always there, Mm -hmm. just piling up, like all those ungraded papers and things that we talk about a lot on the podcast. (laughs) Where it just like gets your anxiety going. So we will leave links and Mm -hmm. all the things for you guys to use this for your life, share with your teacher friends and your colleagues so that you don't have to kind of figure this out on your own. Mm -hmm. So Megan, thank you so much for being here and um, just really helping teachers. I'm glad you love what you're able to do and make a big impact to make life a little bit easier for everyone. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'd love that you said, you know, share this with a teacher, share this with someone like there are options out there. So you don't have to feel alone. Your colleague doesn't have to feel alone. Um, This is a a big burden that a lot of people have, but definitely one that we can tackle. Yeah. No one tells you about this when you're, we're doing all this, you know, um, in your undergrad, like, Oh, money, like, sure. And then you're like, Oh yeah, I got to pay it back. How's that going (laughs) to, Oh, I look back at my college days. Well, everyone else, thanks so much for being here. Um, make some time for yourself today. You deserve it. You work so hard and we will see you next week. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Real Teacher Talk. I'd love to hear your biggest takeaway. Just tag me on Instagram stories at Easy Teaching Tools so I can check it out and share it out with everyone else.